who are you and what have you done with my son? That is something <laughs> that I literally said a couple weeks ago. And I was talking to so many of my friends, so many of my friends here that I've made here in Tennessee. And I was telling them about like my recent just kind of struggle with my oldest. And I've never struggled with him. If you've heard some of my stories here as, you know, I've kind of grown up on, they've kind of grown up with my podcast and I've shared really cool stories about my kids. And it's so funny because I've had so many stories where I'm like, oh my gosh, my kids are so awesome. Um, And they are awesome. They are awesome kids, but they just have like, sometimes (laughs) you have to like really look at some of the things that they're doing and be like, you know what? That's not okay. And I was, since I was talking to so many of my girlfriends, about what I've recently done to my son and how it's literally, like literally changed his life. I'm I'm finding myself saying, like, where did my son go and what did you do with him? And now he's come back and he's come back even better. And so I want to share with you how I did a boss level, <laughs> like a major boss level punishment. Um, it came in like full throttle. So kind of give you a backstory. My oldest, he's 10. And I feel like he, when he turned 10, he turned like that preteen. And something that we really felt, um, especially in our move to Tennessee was to get rid of that self-entitlement. Um, just that, you know, I want life to be handed to me on a silver platter. I'm like, yeah, your dad and I worked for every single thing that we have. And that's the best thing I'm going to give you. I'm not going to give you my money. I'm going to give you my work ethic. Okay. So, That is something that we just, my husband and I are very like, we're just super big on. And in moving here to Tennessee, you know, he's, he's made amazing, great friends. Um, but he has always, our oldest has always had an addiction to gaming. Gaming has just kind of been that thing. So we've put a time limit on it. So for the last two years, our son is only allowed to game for 30 minutes. He has to choose what those 30 minutes are. And he only games for 30 minutes. He has a stopwatch. And if he goes past that time, he's grounded for the next day. So we're pretty strict on it. Um, second is no devices upstairs. So there's no iPads. There's no, well, he doesn't even have a phone. There's no way he's getting a phone. Um, you know, no devices upstairs. Everything has to be downstairs. So we kind of have these like ground rules for, you know, for him. Um, my youngest could care less about gaming. He's super into well, he's really into superheroes and he's into superheroes like imagination. Like he has his action figures and he could, he would, could sit in his room for hours just playing action figures. So gaming really isn't his thing. But our oldest is, and our oldest is very smart like his dad. He's probably going to go to Harvard Business School like his dad. Like he's super brilliant and he loves the addiction of winning because he's really good. So he loves this addiction of he learns the skill of gaming and he wins and he wins a lot. And one of the things that I was telling my husband is that he is very much addicted to that dopamine hit. I was like, you know, he's really after getting that hit after hit after hit. And I've been doing a lot of research. I've been doing a lot of research on gaming and the addiction of gaming because I've seen like these older kids that are now gaming and even adults that are gaming. And I'm like, I'm not raising a kid to be a gamer. You can make the games, but you're not going to be a gamer. And so I started doing this research about the dopamine hit. And I talk a lot about that in my fitness program where sugar is an addiction. Sugar is a dopamine. You get addicted to sugar because you get addicted to the high. And so that was what was going on with my son. I could tell that he was addicted to 
the high because he got really good, especially at certain games that he played over and over and over again. It also was had a social aspect. So for him to connect with all of his friends in California, it was being able to get on the game instead of actually picking up the phone. And I don't know, building a relationship with like real communication. <laughs> so I'm going to share my first punishment and then I'm going to go into my second punishment because it was a double dose this past week. And I'm going to tell you, I wasn't going to come and do a podcast until I saw change. And literally it's been in two days and I've seen radical change, like radical. So I'm going backwards in my punishment for a reason because I really wanted to start with gaming and then we'll go into the second one. So last maybe few weeks, he's been sneaking gaming. So we had one time where he was upstairs. He had his iPad, which was a no-no. He's not allowed to have devices upstairs. Number two, it was 10 o'clock at night. But he's like, but my friends in California are up. I'm like, yeah, no bueno. Like, it's way past your bedtime. You snuck downstairs to get the iPad. You're breaking, like, all rules. So he was grounded from his iPad and from all video games and all devices for two weeks. He got it back. And then this past week, he was in the morning, like he was upstairs in his bedroom at 6 a.m. and he was gaming on his iPad. So it was like, once again, it was like, he's addicted to that high. He's addicted to, and he just can't help himself because he knows better. He totally knows better. And he even has that that guilty face. And I'm like, why are you even trying? Like, you know, I'm going to find you out. Like I'm going, like, I always tell them like, your sins will find you out. And I tell them all the time, like, I pray that God like convicts you, like, Literally that you will like get found out and you will be so convicted that you'll want to change. So I was just so, I don't know if you've ever had that with your kids, but I was so, I was just so disappointed. I started crying because I'm like, this isn't you. Like you don't sneak behind our backs. Like you don't do this crap. Like what the heck? Like you don't do this. This isn't who you are. You're better than that. So he came downstairs and I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I'm effing done. I'm done. So I took the Nintendo. I took all of his games. I took his controller. I took every single thing. And I came downstairs and I looked at him and I was like, you know what? No need. You don't need this in your life. It's not benefiting you in any way, shape or form. And I told him, I said, as an adult, I literally said this. I said, as an adult and as a parent, I'm going to make a lot of mistakes and I'm not making one now. And I threw that stuff in the trash, like dumped it in the trash. And he was bawling, bawling. He just couldn't believe it. He could not believe. And he's like, so I'm never going to earn it back. I was like, nope, we're going to work on your character because that is not going to grow you to where I know that God has for you. Gaming is taking you nowhere, nowhere. And you're so stinking addicted to the high we're going to change that. I'm going to get you high on something else. So he went to school and it was awesome because he told some of his friends what I did. He's like, you're never going to believe this, what my mom did. And he told his friends. Some of his friends were like, your mom's a bully. And (laughs) my son was like, my mom's not a bully. She did it because she loves me. And there's this other kid who was like, that's pretty boss. Like basically was just like your mom's boss. Like that's like she cares about you. And I was like, that kid, he could come over anytime. (laughs) 
Um, but I was like, you know what? Did you pay attention to that? And my son did. He came home and he was like, I did, mom. I paid attention to what, like when that kid said that, I was like, that's probably the people that I should probably be hanging around. I'm like, yeah. So I bought him these books and I, I bought them and I'm going to, I'm going to have to somehow, maybe I'll, on my social media, I'll, I'll post all these books because these books have been life-changing for my son. I bought a book about a, a gal that had a son that died from gaming. Like he was so addicted to gaming and so addicted to the high. I haven't read the story yet, but this book already, my son is like, mom, it's so good. Um, I got him another book that's like gaming versus Jesus. And it's about like building a relationship with God and how like the addiction to the high and how that takes the place of your relationship with God. I was all over that book. Another book I got was about like the four battles of young men. And it's like this really cool self-reflection book. So you read it and then he has to kind of write these questions. So he's been doing that for the last three days. Life-changing. Like, life-changing. He is seriously, you guys, like, I love my son right now. I'm just like, I want to chill with you every day. He is sharing us. He's like sharing with my husband and I all the things that these books are about, how it's changing him. He went to school today and he served people. He served his teacher. He was like, my teacher, her water bottle was empty and our, the water fountain is in the cafeteria and it's pretty far. So I asked her if she wanted me to fill it up. He's like, I'm just, mom, I just get it. I'm like, you just get it? He's like, yeah. Like, I just, I need to go back to just being me. I'm like, yes. And he, my son realizes, he's like, I realize mom, like literally today, you guys, and I was dropping him off at jiu-jitsu class. He's like, mom, I realize like gaming was making me, it was just wasn't making me good. Hallelujah. Like, it's amazing. And so I feel so compelled to share this with you all because if you have a, like, get your kid off gaming. Like, oh my gosh, it is it, it, like the addiction of that dopamine high is, is it's real. It's real. And if I wasn't paying attention and really in tune with like what my son was doing and how I knew that he was getting that high, he would still be addicted to gaming and he'd be still sneaking and getting that high. So I told him, I was like, you need to learn a skill set, jujitsu. I, and he's in music. We have him in music lessons. I'm like, learn those things. Those skill sets are going to take you so far. You want to learn how to build a game? I'll put you in a coding class. Like get a high on building a craft. Get a high on learning something that's actually going to propel you forward and make you a man that's going to have worthy and godly character. And so we've been really talking about that and it's been so good. It's been so good. Can you hear my voice? Like it's been so good. So yeah, it was hard throwing that stuff away because I paid for it. But I also know that if I didn't, I would have to pay for a lot of other things later that I would not (laughs) want to have to pay for. That is for sure. And it is like, I've literally got my son back. I mean, my husband and I both are just like, wow. This is amazing. Like really paying attention to the books he reads and the things that he does. It's amazing. So the second punishment I want to share with you is this. So being that he was addicted to gaming, okay, everything got pushed aside. Like he'd be lazy in every single thing. I found him being lazy in everything. If I asked him to put away something, he would be like, you know, throw, you know, throw it quickly away so he could run upstairs and, you know, be able to get on the, um, TV for gaming for the 30 minutes that he has. And I'm just like, man, he's just like, everything was just lazy, lazy, lazy. So every time that I would, you know, I'm just like his, his laziness was driving me crazy. And I knew it had, it wasn't sometimes always 
gaming, but he just had this like lazy attitude, you know? And I just was like, this is not who you are. So multiple times I'm telling him to take care of his clothes. Like you need to, I have my boys, my eight-year-old and 10-year-old do their own laundry. They wash their clothes, they fold them, they put them away. I've been having them do that since they were six. And I'm like, you know, you, that's, that's, it's like a certain day that they do it, certain time that they do it and they have to get it all done. So anyways, my oldest, Zaid, once again, last week, he decided, you know, we had, we had guests coming in and I said, you know, you need to go put away all your clothes. And when they were leaving the house, I said, did you guys, you know, did you guys take away, you know, did you guys put away all of your clothes? And they both looked at me like, yeah, we put away all of our clothes. It's all good. I'm like, okay, it's all neatly folded and put away. Yep. Okay. So I go upstairs and honestly, I don't know. I just, I felt like it was God was like, go check the bathroom drawers. I'm like, hmm. So I go check my son's bathroom drawers, every single one of his new clothes. Yes. I just got him new clothes with the tags still on them. They were shoved into the bathroom drawers, like just shoved in there. I was flaming pissed. So he gets home from school and I've been, so all day I was like, what is the punishment that he needs? Like, what is it going to take for him to get through his freaking thick head? This is unacceptable. Like, who does this? So I felt like God gave me this story and this killer kick-ass punishment. So I have, I pick him up from school or I, he comes home from school and I'm like, so let me tell you a story. And I said, if I if, if, if I wanted this really cool sweater for Christmas, right? And you knew I wanted this really cool Christmas, this really cool sweater for Christmas. So you worked really hard. Like you did a bunch of bake sales every single weekend and saved all your money so you could buy me this really cool sweater. And then I open up my gift on Christmas and I'm like, oh my gosh, Zaid, I love my sweater. Like this is amazing. And I put it on and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just love it so much. And then you walk into my bathroom that same day, and you see that sweater with the tag still on it shoved into the bathroom drawer. And my son looks at me and starts crying, y'all, crying. And I was like, why are you crying? He's like, because I would be so hurt. I'm like, hmm. So you would be hurt. Why? He's like, because like I worked hard to get that for you, and then it shows that you don't care. Hmm. So I open up the drawers. I'm like, so what does that look like to you? Y'all, he looked at me with this face. I was like, shows you don't care, right? It shows screw off, mom. Thanks for the clothes, but no thanks, right? Isn't that basically what you're doing by your actions? And he looked at me. I was like, "Mm." so here's what we're going to do. And I pull out a big ass suitcase, y'all. I was like, here's a suitcase. And what you're going to do is you're going to take all those clothes in all those clothes, every ounce of clothes you've got in your closet and in this drawer, and you're going to put it all away nicely in this suitcase. And you're going to pick out one pair of underwear, one pair of shorts and one t-shirt and one sweater. That's it. And you're going to put that right there on your dresser. Everything else goes inside this suitcase. And then when you're Taking care of that one outfit, you can earn another one and another one and another one until I can see that you're actually taking care of the things that your dad and I have worked very hard to pay for you. 
And he's like, so I have to put it in my suitcase? I'm like, that's right. And when you do, I want you to think about why you're putting your, your clothes in that suitcase in the first place. Your consequences, son, have, I'm like, your actions, son, have consequences, good and bad. It's like, when you make great decisions, great things happen. Bad things you do, bad things happen. This sucks, huh? This totally sucks. And I looked at him and I said, this is life. You don't show up for your job, you get fired. You don't take care of the things that maybe your boss tells you to take care of, you're fired. So right now, son, I'm trying to help you be able to keep a job, make friends, have an amazing life. It starts right now with taking care of the things that I've purchased for you. Woo, y'all. He was like, oh, snap, mom's not messing around. So right now he's worked up to four outfits. All the rest are still in his suitcase. And I was telling my husband about this and I was like kind of pumped. I was just like, I'm so proud of this punishment, you know, because it's like, I love when the punishment fits the crime, Um, especially when they're older because it like makes a difference. They like really have to think about it. And I was talking to my son. So that happened first, right? And then the video game. So then he lost the privileges of gaming and that got all thrown away. So I was talking to my son today. I was like, well, you've got five outfits now and, you know, you're on your way to like looking, you're looking fine, son. Like you're just like, you're starting to really crush it. You know, you're really starting to be the Zade I was, you know, raising. (laughs) And this is who you are, like reminding him of who he is. And he's like, you know, you taking away those clothes really helped me see, like, I really didn't start taking care of my things. I'm like, yeah. He's like, and I also realized, because he went to Costa Rica, and he got to see a lot of people, like, don't have a lot of things there. And he's like, and I also realized, like, I'm, I'm really thankful for the life that we have. And I'm really thankful that you and dad have worked really hard for the life we have. It's like, wow, that's amazing. So I'm sharing all these things with you because it is rough, y'all. It is rough being a parent. <laughs> it is hard. It is so hard. And that tough love, like I, I actually can bring it pretty good <laughs> because I know that's just, I think it's just my personality. I mean, I bring tough love to my clients. Like when I'm coaching my clients, I bring the tough love. Like if you want to, if you want to snap out of your life, you need to get your shit together. Like you need to literally like face the things in your life and you need to deal with it. And that's what it's been with my, with my kids. And I should say not my kids. Cause Gavin is thriving. Gavin is crushing life. He's just like high on life and everything's awesome. And he's eight. And he just thinks he, I mean, he's like eight and eight is great, you know, but my oldest he's 10 and he's just, you know, his middle school's coming up and it's just like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, I got to deal with those things now. So I share all of these things with you to give you encouragement as a parent, do the hard things, like do the hard things. And it's going to be, they're hard. Like it's hard to punish them, right? It's, it's hard to face those things and it's, and it's really hard to be consistent, but I've been consistent since day one, which is why my kids are for the most part, pretty respectful because I was consistent in my discipline and it's, it's hard now, you know, it's, you got to be creative (laughs) with their discipline. And that's why I'm sharing these things with you because you know, when they get older, it's about, you know, you might have to pull back a little bit. You may have to take away those things and have them earn it back. 
because it's not, life isn't just handed to you a silver platter of like all these amazing things. You know, you, you mama, you dad, you've had to work hard for the things that you have. And that's the best thing that we can give our kids is to work hard for those things and not realize, you know, and not think that everything is handed them, you know, just here you go. So I think one of the, the things that I've really, especially in these last few weeks with my oldest is being consistent in my discipline he actually sees that I love him. And that has been one of the things that he has really shared with me is like, I know that you love me and I know that you want the best for me. You're trying to help me. Like he didn't take the punishment. I mean, yeah, he was pissed that I threw it away, but he knew that it was his fault. It wasn't mine. It was his. And he realized I'm doing it because I love him. And so when you love your kids, you do those things because, because you love them. And so I'm just encouraging you right now. I'm just encouraging you. Like it's me and you. We're at lunch and I'm sitting here and I'm telling you, mama, dad, do the hard things and be consistent and it will pay off. It'll pay off. So my last little little nugget for you is this. Get your kids into something that, of, that interests them. Whether that's a sport, whether it's um, music, whether it's um, art classes, um, whatever it is, get them into something so they can get high on learning a craft, on learning a thing and getting really good at it and feeling like, oh, I'm making progress in this. Like this is my thing. And when they get that thing, when they get something that's like their thing, then it's really easy to pull the away from the other crap that you're trying to get them away from because you're creating a new habit for them. And that's one of the things that we've done is, hey, we're getting rid of this and we're replacing it with this. So you're not going to game anymore. You're going to pick up the phone and call your friend. You're not going to game anymore. You're going to pick up this book and you're going to reflect and you're going to you know, answer these questions and, and journal um, the things that you've learned. You're not going to game. You're going to go to martial arts. You're not going to game. You're going to learn you know, this, the, the piano. Like it's, it's a constant, like you're not doing this, you're doing this. And that way it's not like this space that's like, well, I used to game and now I'm going to go, I don't know, right? So one of the things that we've really, I think that we've done great at is replacing it. And that just comes from my coaching. You know, you can't just get rid of cookies. You need to replace it with something, right? And so I coach, you know, a lot of my clients that you can't just cold turkey something that you love because then you're sitting there going, wow, when I watch this movie at eight o'clock at night, I usually eat chips, Now all you're thinking about is how much you want chips. You need to replace it with something. So if you're taking away something from your kids that you know isn't serving them, replace it with something that is and go crush it.